Blog Talk Radio. Pause for just one moment. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. And grand rising again. We certainly do appreciate all of you who join us today as we shop with Zoe. And we want to share the prosperity. So we brought up our Female Solution website. You can see all of our wonderful hosts and, of course, We'll be talking more about how you can be part of this partnership for prosperity as we shop with Zoe. And there she is, and she's joined us now. And we welcome to the show. Good morning. Yes. Happy day after Christmas. <laughs> yes. Happy day after. Day after. <laughs> yes. Well, this is also the first day of Kwanzaa, the cultural celebration that actually was launched in 1966 by Malana Ron Karanga, who wanted to create a, a an African village concept with the way we shop and a whole philosophy of sharing wealth and responsibility and building community. So we recognize that you need to have a philosophy when it comes to, when it comes to buying and selling. And if we can live according to a more inclusive philosophy, 
then we really will not have issues with crime and violence and all of these things that we struggle with in our society. So for Kwanzaa, this is the first day of Kwanzaa, which is known as Umoja, which means in Swahili, unity. And I think that's a wonderful way to begin the concept of how we're going to include everybody in the process of wealth building. And this is, of course, the principle that we are adding with our prosperity partner program. And we've got some people that have already signed up and are making money because they're receiving as other people shop. So we want to talk to you today about creating a product and all the steps that you need to think of in your mind to get to the of getting paid. Everybody has an idea of something that either solves a problem or provides for a need, and everybody has some kind of gift or skill or interest or talent We want everybody to have some kind of a business on the side if you're not ready to make it full-time, but always have an income source that you control. That way you never have to put up with somebody treating you badly or threatening to fire you if you don't uh, behave in a way that you don't think is ethical or just putting up with being in an environment that you know is emotionally unhealthy for you. And it's not really what you desire. So, and I'm not putting down people who work, you know, nine to five jobs again, but the whole thing is to have a sense of control over your life. So for those who decide to be part of our Prosperity Partner Program, it's really a simple thing to do to the products page that we just, we're going to show you in just a moment, as a text from your cell phone. So you, you go to this products page. Uh, right here on the Female Solution website, right not, right here you see uh, two of the products we're introducing, and every week we're going to introduce a new product. And, of course, we've got the Heine Warmer, still on sale for just $9.99, and you save 33% with this sale. And, of course, the Handy Expanding Travel Bag, which is just $19.99, and you save another $6, nearly $7. Of course, you're going to save a big savings there as well. And uh, uh, saving $5, and well, $5.01 actually, but, of course, you are saving a huge savings on both of these products. And so you just simply pull this up on your phone and hit send and, and type in the number you'd like to send it to. And when that person purchases, they will be also sending you a portion through their payment because, you will be registered as the representative who referred them. And this is the way this, the program works. Just simply send a link to the product page or the text from your cell phone to others, friends, family members, coworkers, et cetera, and get paid 20% of the sale price for each item that you that they buy. And you type it as a text message, www.thefemalesolution.com slash products. And, you're, and then, of course, your rep number, your phone number, that's what it is. And you send that to the people and encourage them to buy. That's all. And you get paid uh, when they buy. We send these payments out every Sunday to our prosperity partners. And you also get paid when people, when businesses advertise on the female solutions. We've got a whole great, easy way for people to simply on their cell phones 
send us either the words or a an audio or even a video link to as we prepare to promote. And all they have to do is send the link. All you have to do is send the link to the advertising page for the Female Solution Global Radio TV show as a text from your cell phone to your friends in business and get paid 20% of the advertising cost of the ad program they buy. So you type in the text, and this is the advertising page. That's www.themediaconnectionproductionco.com slash advertising. And type in your rep number, which is your cell phone, and send the text to people and encourage them to buy. Payments to our prosperity partners are issued through Zelle every Sunday for payments received by 5 p.m. on the preceding Friday. Just fill out the form below. That's all you have to do. We've got people that are already enjoying prosperity with us, and you simply fill out your name, your email, uh, your phone, and that will be your rep number. That will be on their receipt when they purchase. And, of course, products you want to promote, you can say all of them if you like. And then your Zell name and address, and we, we want you all to just make it easy to get paid. Thanks, Zell, uh, of course, you know, whether it's Chase or U.S. Bank or whatever, you know, they all, you know, accept Zell payments, which goes directly bank to bank. And so you get the payments uh, pretty instantly. And uh, this is, so when we send it to you, we want you to get it in your bank account, and we want you to feel what it feels like for those people who are able to receive payment, not because of the time they spent doing something, but because of something someone else is doing somewhere else, and they're getting paid. What they call passive income, where money's coming to you because of something that someone else is doing, and you didn't have to do anything to make it happen. Just couple of taps on your cell phone. We want to share the prosperity. And, of course, again, we introduce to you our wonderful Tuesday host, Zoe Ma. So, Zoe, you, you've been in real estate and other things, other ways of, of, of making income. When you first got into real estate, you know, you've got property and so forth. What was it like uh I guess getting paid when people either purchased a, a a home or paid for an apartment, and you got that you got paid that money. It wasn't because of a nine to five or you know hours you had to spend doing something. What did that feel like? Yeah, um, actually, when I got my uh, MBA, you know, mm-hmm. uh, around uh, two thousand one, I I got my MBA degree, but I didn't want to work for a corporate. Because uh, from my previous job, I realized I only got paid 10% of my talent and time, and the rest of the time that I don't get paid, it get wasted. So mm. there is actually the corporation, the corporate world set a limit of your growth. Yes, it does. So it does. if you want to, you know, especially when you are just in the, you know, uh, in the 20s and 30s, that's the time you actually want to explore your. Um, you develop and explore your world, and you don't want to be limited by the corporate world. So at that time, I first got into mortgage business. Um, a pastor friend of mine who, who has a friend who run a um, mortgage company, so he said, well, why don't you start working for him? So um, I actually learned a mortgage business from scratch. 
Mm. Uh, even though it's my MBA degree, it has nothing to do, you know, uh, zero uh, connection with the mortgage business. Mm. So actually, yeah, I learned from the very basics, but I quickly learned how to do it. And then, and then, um, even though it's it kind of a, um, uh, nerve-wracking because you don't have any income while you're, you know, just starting to build your uh, little career. It's not like a nine-to-five job. You just get paid. doesn't matter if you perform well or not. Um, so, uh, but when you get your first deal, that really pays off. You know, you, you know for real estate and mortgage business, you, you, you know, each deal, mortgage is less. You, you get paid like two or $3,000 per deal. Um, but it, it really adds up. Um, and um, I was just, you know, that's a, another thing is that when you start making some money, you start your um, financial planning. You mm. don't spend it all. Yeah. So what I did is I save and I put invest in real estate as down payment. Mm. You know, so I use my mortgage business, the, the income, that I received and put down payment. Um, so, you know, in the, between 2001 to 2007, I think that was the last time I buy a purchase. I purchased probably within the five years, I purchased about 10, 10 properties. Wow. I have down payment for, um, you know, because I saved that money. Yeah. So as a down payment, and I had 10 properties under my name, Mm. Um, you know, of course, because I know how to do uh, mortgages, I know how to, you know, be qualified to get mortgage. And mm. that was actually, you know, basically, I live on uh, that, you know, uh, I just feel God knows how, what I need in later in life. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, you know, God paved the way that when I do need the money, I can just sell off the property and have that money for my needs. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. I do. I do not uh, uh, spoil myself every time I make a, like a, you know uh, get a deal done and get a pay like three thousand, five thousand dollars. Sometimes I got ten thousand dollars from um, <clears throat> from a you know transaction. But so those money grows. So I think you know when we start uh, getting to self. Um, uh, our entrepreneurship, we need to know how to manage our money because we need, yeah. as in our 20s and 30s or even 40s, we need to save it up and build, expand our, um, to, you know, actually our business. At that time, my my real estate investment, it was my business. So I, I saved and then I put in a down payment and I rented out and I managed it. So for about 10 years. Um, the 20 years that I have the kind of money that, you know, right now I can probably retire if I, you know, I live in a very um, uh, symbolistic life, I can just retire. Mm. <clears throat> well, so the first step I think people who want to be in business need to do is learn how to manage your money. Yeah. That means you, you can't live without a plan or overspend more than your current income and be so deeply in debt that you don't have any savings. That's, that's a big mistake that people make. 
a lot of people make mistakes when they have credit card. They will not pay off the balance. Yes. For my credit card, is for as my uh, almost like my uh, uh, <clears throat> bookkeeper mm. because I use a credit card to track my purchases. Yeah. And at every um, every uh, billing cycle, I paid it off. Mm. So never, never in, 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 uh, incur interest. That's smart. that's all you. Yeah, I never, I zero credit card debt. That, that, and that is such a major uh, step for people. Most people, you know, they get a credit card, maybe start out, okay, you got a $500 credit limit. They will max out that credit card, and then something happens, and they have problems paying it off, and next thing you know, you've wrecked your credit. So you can't be greedy. You can't buy things that you really don't need right now. Take the time. Take the take the opportunity when you have money to pay the credit card off because the credit card companies get paid from interest and they get paid by you not paying. But you're not trying to make them wealthy. You're trying to build your credit so that when you need it, you have it. When you need to buy things on credit, a big ticket item, or you need to have a good credit score, you can create that by not letting your credit cards be delinquent in payment. Now, that might sound easy, but it really isn't. It's a matter of not doing survival spending. Where I think think a lot of times we just need to control our, uh, learn to resist temptation of money. Yeah, and I think um, that's you know sometimes I feel like okay, what I learned be be uh, being a Christian, you know, be Christ Christ-like. I think is the the training of resisting the temptation of money, what money <laughs> can buy. Yeah, because sometimes you have to you know go tithing, right? And then mm-hmm. and you think, oh, I just got this, you know, ten thousand, what well, like one thousand dollars payment. That's not a lot. I don't want to give it to church, okay, or to help somebody. I really don't need to go to church and give the 10% to the pastor because you don't know what he's doing. But I just, <laughs> <laughs> it's serious, but it's good. Paying his us. bills and, and buying new stuff for himself and his family. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, but we, we need to learn to resist. Maybe just say you need the 10% to put aside for yourself. Yeah. Every month you put ten percent and put away as a um a saving or in you know, your retirement. You have to do it. I even teach my son, eighteen years old, he need to put ten percent down. Yeah. Save from ten percent of his salary and save it. And then also I teach him never incur credit card debt. Mm. If I have to help him if he some emergency that you know, he spend more than a he will come to me, I will help him, then he pay me back. But never let a credit card company to get rich from you. That's yeah. number one. Number two is always try to resist. Resist the temptation of money. I think for me right now, like that's what I learned. I can I'd be happy to live in a simplistic lifestyle. Because I don't need all the luxury tools to do show off to someone else. 
I'm right. proud and confident in myself that I don't care if you think why I don't change my I didn't get uh, don't get a new outfit this or this year because I don't care. Ah, uh, that is you don't, so. You know, it's it, 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 it's me that I make myself proud mm-hmm. that I can hold my head high, not that my outfit. It's what's inside of me. I think for every one of us can build that kind of confidence. The clothes doesn't give you, you know, what you, what you wear or what you drive doesn't give you that kind of respect other people, you want other people have for you. Because when you take, when you leave that car, they don't, they don't see you in that outfit anymore, then you, you probably love that. Right. It's inside of you. What is inside of you that actually commands the respect from other people? That's important for a lot of people who spend a lot trying to appear wealthy or prosperous, and they spend more than they actually can afford based on if they paid their debt, wanting to buy respect. But in fact, if you're thinking that people respect you because of what you're wearing, then that's or something or what or you're driving. How many people, you know, they will buy that that new car that the the car note is more than their income. Again, you have to remember when people are selling you something, the salesperson they're trying to get a commission. They may be able to see based on your income, you you may not be able to maintain that car payment, but you know they they want their sales commission, so they're not going to advise you to get something lesser. If they can get a bigger commission, you have to use your own common sense. Do you need this car that costs more than you really should be paying monthly for a car note based on your other debt, or could you do just as well as this lesser-priced car that's within your budget if you were paying off your credit cards and, and paying your bills on time? Does it make sense for you to overspend so that people will admire you more, you think? But you know the thing is, the price for you to do that, you uh, you spend above your budget, okay? Yeah. Is the the stress you have in you yeah. because you always worry about it. Okay, can I make need my car payment next week? Or can I get off my credit card? That stress is going to eating you will cause your other issues. So I think it, that's what you know. I I preach the freedom from. Freedom from stress is, yes. is actually try to control. You have a control of your own life. Really don't have to listen to nobody about what they think about you or not. Yes. Because they have their own problems. Believe me, everybody has problems. They just, they, some people just try to cover it up. That doesn't solve any problem. They right. just use a band-aid. The bandit can be the, the the a new outfit or a brand new car. That's a bandit of to cover their stress. Yeah. Okay, just see through it. See through that bandit. Okay. Yeah. Everybody, you know, and then for you try to keep up with the gym, then you create a problem for yourself. You create stress. Yeah. And then you don't have you don't have freedom anymore. Because you become a slave to that stress. The stress controls you. And then from the stress come from depression. Yes. Okay? Stress yes. and depression, they are twins. They are brothers. Yes. 
So you, for those people who are want to deal with the depression, it's also also a lot of stress. Those uh, things you know come in hand, you know they they come together, they come in pairs. Mm. So you know, so it's the freedom you have to be able to control it, and the, that that's an, you know things that we need to in in our twenties, in our thirties, in our forties when we try to build our life. So we can have a stress-free life when we are in the fifties. That's where I am in the fifties. I really don't care, you know? <laughs> and, you know, there's nothing like being calm and stress-free when everybody else is all stressed out. And we talked about this yesterday on um, our Monday Morning Mindfulness show and our host, Zelda. She'll be joining us shortly. But this time of year, so many people were overstressed because of what they perceived as pressure to buy gifts and there's nothing wrong with buying gifts but when you are feeling the pressure to spend more than you have because you think that what you spend is connected to people approving of you or loving you or even liking you and you feel that if I don't spend enough for their gift they won't love me anymore. They won't like me anymore. They won't approve me anymore. And so you're under stress because maybe, I mean, this is the end of the month. That's just reality. You know, most people have paid all their bills and everything else, and so at the end of the month, you don't have a whole lot. But if you have been feeling the pressure to spend more money than you have because you feel that certain relatives or friends or, or loved ones will not approve of you, and you allow that stress to, like you said, depress you and make you sad and anxious and then overspend. Well, now you've got the aftermath of that overspending. Maybe you spent the maximum you could spend on your credit cards, and now you're looking at January's money, having to pay back December's debt that you incurred, and you know that once you start paying that, then you don't quite have enough money for your regular household bills, your electricity, your gas, your you know your your, your rent, mortgage, whatever the case may be, your car note, and so you got another month of stress that you have created, and it hasn't even come here yet, because now you're living in debt. You didn't manage your money, you didn't resist the temptation to overspend, and now you got two, three, four months of stress that you created because you overspent at the last month of the year, more money than you really could afford to spend. And why? Just because of what was in your own mind, believing that spending money is tied to people loving you. That's what makes people overspend. How can we get out of that cycle of thinking? You know, if you want to give a gift, give something. Give something that you made yourself, you know, you know, baked cookies, whatever. My, my sister does these delicious gingerbread cookies. We told her she needs to put them on the market. But, I mean, you could do something that doesn't cost a lot, that shows you care for people, and doesn't leave you in debt. So what do you, what do you think it would take for people to learn how to manage their money during this heavy buying season so that they don't overspend? I think sometimes uh, relationship is some. No, the gifts won't buy real relationship. I can't it's buy actually um, the solidarity with them in their in time of need. 
actually mm-hmm. buy more affection, but with yeah. free money. It's free. Yeah. So it's, it, when you care about someone, generally you you actually be there for them when they need you. And those are your real friends. You don't need many friends at all. You really like my, friend, my My son sometimes say, Mom, you don't have friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't hang out with them all the time. Mm-hmm. Because, I, you know, I, I have my in, own interests, and nobody actually have exactly the same interests as you. Right, right. So whole, your whole life is compartmentalized. You have friends to share certain interests with this friend, and you mm-hmm. have interests with other friends. But in the sense, you control your interests. You don't follow them. You don't follow their interests. Right. Okay? I think the only friend you need is God. The, the you know, who you, you want to love the most and who you can receive the love most is God. Absolutely. Sometimes when we are young, we don't notice that. But when we are older, we look back in life. Who has been there with us the whole time that actually prepared us? In time of uh, challenges, yeah, yeah you know. So I think have that faith. Maybe twenties. You know, I sometimes talk to my my son. You know, he's a teenager, eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. He's going to be nineteen next year. For this year, it's twenty twenty four. Wow. <laughs> so you know, um, but I, you know, we 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 talk about that. Yeah. And I say, I say by, by the time you are 50, you will know because when you look through what happened in your 20s, what happened in your 30s, what happened in your 40s, you will see actually God has been there all this yeah, time. All the difficulties, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, I, I, I think there is a, um, there is some, I think I, I, maybe one time somebody was, uh, was saying that, you know, someone asked God, so where were you ah. when you needed help? Because so normally God will walk with you, you will see the first Oh, yeah. That post your footsteps in the sand, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then they say, you know, when I will meet you most, but only see only one, one side of a footprint. Yeah. And God said, because I have you and on I'm my hand. carrying you, yes, yes. I, was yeah, I, love, I think I have that poster somewhere. Yes, yes. Yeah, That's so right. it, was, it was very true. Yeah. You know, so they help us go through uh, the, the the challenges in your life. But only in the four, in the 50s that we actually survived the challenges that we see. Yes, he was there, help us through. So sometimes um, we just need a patient. Um, I remember when I was... Uh, uh, I mean, my first 10 years in America, I feel I was very demoralized. I was in mm. depression myself uh, because the challenges were a lot. And I think, you know, at the end of the 10 years, um, close to the 10 years, I finally figured out that, you know, why I don't have the things that other people have. Mm. That was, That's actually what really troubled me, that why can't I have things that other people have. Mm-hmm. And I was depressed over that and because it, it caused a lot of difficulty in my life. Mm. Then I figured out the answer. There was two reasons. Oh. I, I, at that moment, I do not have the things that other people have. 
And then later in life, we'll figure it out. I mean, maybe when mm. in the 50s, then I figure it out. I mean, and I got, and I test that theory. So what was the reason that you figured out that you didn't have what other people had? You see, people all around you with things, and you didn't have it. What what was it that? What was the revelation that came to your mind about that? There's a there are two scenarios you do not have the things that other everybody else has it mm-hmm. except you. You know that's mm. why you're so depressed. Why on the world that everybody else has it except me? Why am I so bad? Mm. No, you are not. There's a two reasons. At that moment, you do not have the things that everybody else has. Okay, number one, maybe it's not your time yet. Ah. You have to be patient. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, you know, and God has the, the control of the time. Mm. So you just need the patience. So what you do, just say, you know, just do whatever you do, let the time come to you. And then you will have the things that belong to you, too. That's the one scenario that you mm. think, why I don't have the things that everybody else has at that time. You know, that that's a very important thing because people who've made bad decisions to perhaps take what doesn't belong to them or do something that's unethical because they want it right now, they need to be patient, you know. Um, so don't rush it. Yeah, don't not rush it. When, yeah. when, it, when that time comes, it's going to be yours. Yes, yes. It's going to be yours. So why do you worry about it? If it's yours, it's going to be yours. It's going to be yours. Do not okay. worry about it. Yeah. Just be patient. Okay. Yeah. There's another scenario why you do not have that everybody else has it. What's that? Because God thinks that's not good for you. Mm, mm. Okay? Some things you don't have because it wouldn't be good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? When things that you think is supposed to happen, supposed to be yours, and it's not yours. Mm. Because God thinks it's not good for you. And that's so many things. And then, in the t- down maybe twenty years later, you will realize that was the truth. It was not good for you. Mm. You know, that's a lot of times uh, people may say they that you know they want to give their 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 teenager a new car. You know, oh, they got good grades. You know, they just got to license them and give them a new car. But that teenager might not be a safe driver. Maybe they're not as attentive. Maybe they want to have a car full of friends with this, you know, stereo blasting. And next thing you know, they're in a, a serious crash that injures them. Sometimes, you know, it's better to let your children be able to work to get something themselves because if your teenager actually went through the process of working a job, saving their money, and 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 then shopping and buying a car they could afford, they would appreciate it more, and they would be more careful. So sometimes you shouldn't have things right now because you wouldn't appreciate it as much. It might be more harmful to you because you haven't matured to the point where you can use it properly. And I see that happen 
a lot of times the parents who want to let their, their, their young people have things, but they're not realizing that person is not mature enough. When you are mature enough to get it yourself, that's when it's time for you to get it. So if you don't have it yet, like you say, maybe it's not your time. Maybe it's not good for you to have. Maybe you shouldn't yeah, have it until you get ready. Yeah, we should. We need to tell the, our teenagers uh, that too. You know, things they they can't get everything. They need to work on their own. You know, to be able to appreciate it. And also, I think there was a test for people to be more successful. They actually have this quality um, of being patient. Yeah. Um, I think the I think it was um, they tested like the toddler. Yeah. And they probably be in front of them and tell them, you can't eat it right now. You have to wait until I'm coming back, you know, see if you can mm-hmm. hold it. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's very, <good> very important, <laughs> that patience. Yeah. Being that we, we train our brain not to make a rush decision, yeah. not to succumb to the temptation. Yeah. So we, can train, we have to train our kids. Very little. I remember when um, when my kid very small, my my son was small. I don't buy him Christmas presents. You know what I do? What's that? I take him to Target mm-hmm. to see the toy in Target, and that's all. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna buy him because I'm not gonna have those. He play five minutes. You know, then he just starts <laughs> in the corner of the room. Why would I want? I mean, my money's limited. So that's why. So he loves to go to Target because he can play the toys over there using his imagination without having (laughs) it. Developing a good imagination. And a lot of parents are angry right now because the toys that they spent so much on and gave out yesterday, the child's already bored with it by today and doing something else. And they're like, but I spent so much. Well, did you really think about that that child? Was that child at an age where they could really appreciate the amount of money spent? I see people spending an awful lot of money for the latest fad toy that comes out, and their child played with it for five minutes, and then they're done. You know, just like your your son at, at Target. Okay, I can go there and, you know, play with it in my mind. That's all I need anyway, just that five, ten minutes with it, and I'm done with it. So I don't really need to have it forever. I just needed that that temporary experience. Yeah. Okay. So we have to think and about that. There was one time he really loved the uh, Legos, and they have a, like a display box, and they have oh. little Lego figures and the trees. So what he did, he came home, we just got a delivery, and we have a FedEx box. Mm. So what he did, he used the FedEx box to create his own uh. little thing. Yeah. So that's good Imagination. He remembers, they go home, and good. So I think yeah. it's we really do not have to buy our kids chunks from their toys. That's a big waste of money. Yeah, create imagination is better. Developing imagination yeah. is always better because it, it actually is an, it's tied to intelligence. Creative imagination is tied to intelligence. When you bring a child something that does everything, they don't have to think, they don't have to imagine, it's not their, their intellectual growth. Yeah, and then later my son had a say, you know, I would say, oh, I have a problem. I don't want to solve. And my son said, use your imagination. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's so right. Like, Just use your imagination. I say, okay, right. I want to do that. 
Yeah. So I, I think we just have to learn to smart, like shop smart. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that it's actually really essential. And also, we have to find a place that shop smart is. We don't overpay for the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing is, um, you know, right now, we shop, a lot of people go to Amazon to shop. But you know, Amazon is getting so expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes, because and, they got people yeah. used to shopping with them, and then they slowly raise the prices. And and because you're used to going there, you you keep buying anyway, even even if something might be a little overpriced. Definitely, because uh, I you know um, the other day I find a way you know from a regular store I buy you know this is a tea. And that I always use this tea to, um, you know, uh, I drink it mm-hmm. whenever I feel a little, you know, under the weather, scratchy throat, something. And then I just, this is like a, almost like an instant coffee type of tea, but it's naturally, it's, a, it's kind of a, a, a root, like from the ginger family, mm-hmm. ginger root family. So I always have this one. And I bought like, in, I I went to Amazon. They sell the same thing for nine ninety nine. Wow, wow! But you in the regular store, you probably pay half of the price. Mm. You mm. know, so I, I that's what I'm just saying is I now I see Amazon charge you twenty percent more. And it used to be less. And so, yeah, yeah. I I can you know I I do compare shopping so. What do we? What, I think here at the Female Solution Network, you know, solutions here, mm-hmm. we can help you find the product twenty percent less. Yes. For you. Yes. You you see something in Amazon that you are really interested, and you don't need to like be deliver next week. You mm-hmm. can wait until like a, another week. Right. You maybe able to right. you for twenty percent less. Right. And and, and now. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, so we need to do learn to do comparative shopping. Comparative shopping, yes. Take the time and compare prices. If it's for the same thing, figure out what are you really paying extra for. Are you paying for a name brand and it's really the same thing? If you've got a product and you look at it, the ingredients are exactly the same, but one is cheaper, well, why is one more expensive? You're just paying for the name. Or are you paying for the name of the store? You know, it's not really any different in this store than that store, but they this store charges more. Some people are thinking, well, it costs more, so it must be better. Nah, if it's the same and, thing, it's And also, not you bad. see, you know, also, if you buy full price, you it is like you want it now just for the season, then you pay full price. Maybe yeah. a week later, they were already 20% off. Right, and that's the, this, is, this is why at the end of the winter, that's when you want to shop for your winter clothes because everything is on sale because they're getting ready for the spring season. So... If you're smart and you have patience, you can wait until the end of the winter season to buy your your spring to, to buy your winter clothing because the stores are trying to get rid of them so they can bring in the spring inventory. And then at the end of summer, at the end of summer when they're bringing in the fall clothes, you can be shopping for your summer clothes because they're trying to get rid of that inventory to bring in the fall things. So wait till the end of the season to buy, and that's when everything goes on sale because they, they need to get rid of it to bring in new inventory. If you can just wait at the end 
then you'll be prepared for the next year. But you got to have patience, and you and you have to not need it right now. Because if you wait until you wait until it gets cold to buy a pair of boots, well, you're going to pay full price. But if you buy your boots in April when you know you know there's no snow or, or or May, you know when they're trying to get rid of them, well, yeah, they're going to be dirt cheap because they they need to get rid of them. So just so patience can save money. It can save money. And save patience, save stress. Yes. is the key to give you the freedom. Absolutely. You have to have patience. We're going to take a, 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 just a quick break and come right back. And then we're going to talk to you all about maybe uh, how you create a product that you can sell. And because you can sell it at a, a, a rate that's lesser than what other people make, how you can see yourself creating an income. It's real simple. And follow these steps financially, and you can see your income grow because you're thinking as you shop and you're also using patience so that you don't overspend. We'll be right back after this quick break. So we want you all to stick and stay. Don't stray away. Be right back. with shop with Zoe after this. Hi, I'm Naomi And if you're watching this, that means you're one of the 4.6 billion people from around the world who are using an electronic device to talk to people. In these times, people are using the Internet to talk to everybody. Friends, neighbors, family members, coworkers. People are on their cell phones and computers all day long. Now, if you're in business, that is great news. That means you can sell your products and services all day long and never have to leave your home. All you need is a media connection, somebody to connect you to an audience. And that's why I'm talking to you today. We produce programs, and our audience members are people who shop. They buy clothes, food, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies home repair, transportation services, child care services, whatever you're selling, they need to buy it. We're your media connection. Just follow this link, and tomorrow you can sit back and relax at home while your business is making you money. And we are back. You are listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, and, of course, we've got with us Zoe Mara, and we want you to shop with Zoe. we got a caller here. We're going to open the mic for 312-882-GRAND RISING. Thank you for joining us, and give us your name and where you're calling from and your question or comment. Well, in your shalom, uh, we don't die, we multiply. Black is beautiful and black power forever. Assalamu alaikum. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Plum. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Plum in Chicago. You know, I want you to all the first to go. I want to do the collaboration, pros, prosperity partners, okay? Yes, with the you female go to the website pollution. and sign up. Yes, go to Robert, definitely do yeah, that. We got some folks signed up already. So. I am going to do that, no doubt. Uh, yes. the, but the bottom line is today, go to Robert Plum. Facebook page, okay? 
Mm-hmm. And and then you're gonna go from there, and it's what y'all just were saying. You're gonna see you're gonna see uh, J- J- Jeanette uh, Harris playing just my imagination. You know, originally by uh-huh. Tim Okay, see, so but on a, on a, on a musical instrument. Yes, she's just doing musical instruments, and she's she's showing how how she's she's the greatest uh, what we call saxophone player. Okay. Oh, yes. Uh, she's a cl- yeah, and she's clarinet. Okay. Uh, she's the greatest. Okay, in terms of uh, uh, that type of instrument, you know, clarinet, uh, uh, saxophone. You know what I mean? She's a master. She, matter of fact, she's a oh. doctor, and and she's a, a entrepreneur, unlimited, unstoppable, and unknown. She's a baby rope. Oprah Winfrey like you, and uh, also the new host. Okay, I want to meet her, too. Uh, name. Yeah, Brother Plump, yeah. Robert Floyd Plump, the president of Plump Music Production and Honey Jam Music. You know, we got everything in music uh, with the People's Minds Incorporation. So go to uh, Robert Plump Facebook page, and then you're going to see just a little preview. Uh, I'm going to uh, be going to the DuSable Museum today, inviting everybody to come and join us. I hope to show for Fanny Brown. She's been a little sick, too. So we want everybody to... Yeah. Everybody call me at 312-882-5935 and I'm going to give you Fanny Brown. That's James Brown's uh, sister, you know. Oh, yeah. She's been on the show a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You remember... Tell her story. Absolutely. Yeah, you remember James yeah. Brown used to do do his dance, right? And he used to pull up his pants. Well, see, uh, Fanny Brown uh, uh, got uh, everybody stopped the violence, stopped the stopped the uh, sagging. Uh, do uh, pull up your pants and do the James Brown dance. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. With, that's how I met Fanny. I met her backstage uh-huh. with. Uh, you know, a uh, 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 James Brown mentor, which was Al Sharpton, Reverend Al Sharpton. You know, we used to be right, all backstage right. together, okay? And uh, whenever he came to Chicago, and remember Alvin, Alvin Cash? I used, I used to yeah. be Alvin Cash chauffeur. See, so, uh, but also I'm so, so you've been, you been around the music industry, and you got a lot of oh, love. Yeah. Uh, a lot of lot of um, products in your your creations. Yeah. And, you know, we're of yeah. course talking about how you go about the marketing Thank process. You. Well, you know, we want you Thank we want you to go on the Prosperity uh, uh, Partners page so we can yeah. connect because we're going to be introducing products from other entrepreneurs as well. And we know that right. you are well connected with the music industry and all of that and the creative. And, and, and remember this too. See, December the uh, 23rd, we had Hollywood Velvet dedicated to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in 1995, okay? So we got to get rid of the job and do unity in the community. See, we got to promote peace, love, unity, marketing people, and that's what we do. We'll be marketing the female solution. So everybody call me at 312-882-882. Five nine three five, and go to Robert Trump well, Facebook right. page, and we're gonna go from there. All right, I love well, you. Thank happy, you so much. Happy Appreciate Trump. you. Uh, maybe we'll yes. see you later on I'll today at Ensemble. Thank you so much. Yes, we do appreciate you, and uh, of course, 
this is a day where people are promoting unity, uh, the, the, the Umoja, the first principle of uh, the Kwanzaa celebration, seven days after the uh, Christmas celebration with culminating uh, on January 1st. Uh, and this is a, another, you know, buying season where a lot of places they have, again, like that African marketplace that where people have products that they're selling. Uh, some of them that they've made, uh, some of them that they've imported, clothing products, uh, like Minister Blump, you know, maybe they have music CDs or whatever the case may be that they're selling. But you can easily become an entrepreneur with an idea. That's why you need an imagination. So let's say you are a uh, an artist and you want to create a painting or a portrait that is a product that you can sell, and all you have to do is just find a way to present it to the public. And these days, you know, you can do it digitally through a, through a website. It's not that hard. There are many different programs you can go. You just, just type in, you know, create a website, and you have all kinds of different programs to create a website right on your computer. Uh, unless you can just hire somebody who does that. But it's an easy thing to do, or you can you can start out with uh, marketing your products in person at the various events, and sometimes they'll have where you can, you know, uh, purchase space at an event as a vendor and get your name out there. But the thing to do is to create, to look at what it is that you love to do, that you have interest in, that you're good at, Develop it as a product or service that can get you paid. People will pay you for it. And it's not difficult at all. It just takes some imagination. So that's what we're urging people to do. Just imagine. Yeah, and also, um, you know, Kwanzaa is, uh, uh, you know, the, there was a, a joke about me because before um, I, I worked my job, I didn't know um, about the Kwanzaa. So mm-hmm. for Christmas wrapper, I bought the wrapper for Kwanzaa for Christmas. Ah. And, they, and they said, no, this is, not, this is not the same. This is actually <laughs> have a special meaning to it. Ah. But yeah. I love the concept of um uh, the unity are, uh, uh, among the African Americans here. You know how China right now command a such um, power right now. Mm-hmm. It's not because China can produce products. That's one thing. The other thing is China is have one of the biggest unified markets. Mm-hmm. And then so China, you say, hey, you want to sell to us? And we can talk. So I think the African Americans, especially in the community, they do not have a lot of the big box mark stores um, to build their own marketplace. Yeah. That they pull their um, financial resources together to enrich and build up their own community. Build your own market. Yeah. And that's what China did now. You know, China is not just a place to uh, manufacture goods. It, China actually allowed uh, just 
like in America, they allow the uh, other country to import, you know, export products to China. Mm. And the building to build a connection with China. So I think the African American community can learn from it. Absolutely. Have your own marketplace that you Absolutely. did. No, why you shop for Amazon? Okay, you don't know who is over there. They all profit from your dollars without putting anything back in your community. Right. Right. So may so you know the community to do you know the, as a church as a group or neighborhood. Do your own chamber of commerce. Yes, yes. Okay. It's an easy thing to create. And this is this is a principle, like you said, you know, when you circulate dollars where everybody's participating, you know, you buy from this person, this person buys from that person, that person buys from this person, this person buys from that person. So eventually the money comes back to you, then that's what builds prosperity. But like you say, when you're you're sending money somewhere else and you don't know who those people are, you know who made those products, you don't know who gets the money, you never see it again. It's gone. So you have to have a marketplace where you're circulating. And that is one of the one of the principles that was expounded with Kwanzaa is that you're buying and selling from people that are in the community and they're they're able to take care of their children's needs and, and build up their homes and you're so everybody where you live is benefiting but in today's marketplace where the world is buying from all over the place we have to have products that we can sell to everybody we're not limited in who spends money with us and that's that's one of the challenges right now is when people think of well what can i what can i sell well think of what does everybody need Something as simple as a coffee mug. Now, of course, this is one of our shows that we do every Sunday, uh, do with my two sisters, three black moms. We've got our logo designed by my niece, who's a professional graphic artist. And so, you know, we've got cups that we'll be able to promote and sell. And, you know, it's a simple thing, but it just takes a little creativity. And, you know, we came up with some idea designs. My my niece, who's a professional graphic artist, uh, um, created the logo. And so now we've got, got it on all our, you know, our shows, of course, have the logo on it. We're now developing products. And this is all that it takes. If you have a design that represents, you know, your name, your company, or whatever, your program, then you can make other products, whether it's shirts, hats, cups, you know, pens, pens, all those things, that's all part of your marketing and merchandising, and it's so easy. And you will see so many people that are now doing this, they've created a brand, and they're they're selling other products, marketing that brand, and they're making money from the products that market the brand. So this is, you know, the first thing you want to do in creating a product Think of a thing that you want to do and come up with a name and a logo, you know, a little symbol that means you or what you do. And then from there, you can begin promoting what you do. And people associate, you just like people associate, say, what is it, Amazon with the little smiley face? You know, it's a real simple symbol, but everybody knows that that's 
well, you know, that's Amazon. And, you know, trucks that, that drive up, you know, they got the little symbol. So it's a simple thing, but all it takes is imagination. And you just yeah. think of how to. You know, but I, mean, I like my parents, um, when we were young, they decided also quit, uh, like, a nine-to-five job. At that time, for them, it was a seven-to-seven job. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, it's long hours. Um, so then they want to start their own little retail. What they did, they just go to a wholesale place, find the product they think that the, they can sell, and then come to the, you know, farmer's market, like, you know, just a local uh, open-air market and sell. And that's how a lot of the uh, country, that's what they do. You know, I was in, in Turkey. Now I'm researching Egypt. It's the same thing. You go to open-air uh, open market. Yeah. And those are the vendors, they don't necessarily produce the product themselves. They just went to the wholesale place. Mm-hmm. They, you know, and they just they they, they buy bulk, and then they sell at their local market, like the right. retail price. Right. They just they make the you know they just make the little profit margin there, and over time you build it up. And this is like a common in any culture except in America. Yes, and well, you know, we keep thinking that you can only make money if someone hires you to do something, but people are buying and selling all the time. Now, there are places where people, uh, flea markets, where people are selling used things. And sometimes, you you know, you have a lot of your old things that are still good, whether they're books or clothes or whatever the case may be. And you can go to these marketplaces. They're open marketplaces, like, you know, flea markets where people look for bargains. And you can make a lot of money doing that because you didn't really have to spend any money. These are these are items that were either, you know, you might either got them at a, at a resale shop or they're things that you already had, which means you didn't have to spend any extra money. So that, that means everything is profit. And yeah, I, I've I mean, seen people so, pay their bills by yeah, okay. spending. Yeah, and then, you know, people, the customer have a right of interest. Mm-hmm. You know, they, if there's an open air market, you know, some of them may sell some, you know, second hand uh, items, mm-hmm. or you can just you get some uh, uh, products at the wholesale price and sell mm-hmm. at the that market mm-hmm. too. You just you use that opportunity to um, work for yourself, to build up your own life rather than you work for someone else identified by the business card of that company. When you do not have that position, you are nobody. Yes. And so, but, but when you have your own business, you are always somebody. That's right. And, and that's different. You know, and that's where your uh, sense of accomplishment comes from. Yes. So now, just if you've ever, you know, create a business card and you're, you know, you've got your business name and it says on your card, owner or president or whatever the case may be, and you hand that that's card to somebody, that's the pride that you get. I have something that I own and control. It worth more than the new outfit and the, <sighs> the new card. Yes. It's and then, worth. you know, people will respect you more than the, you know, the, the new car you're driving mm. or your new, well, the new outfit. Right. So because they admire, you know, you own your business. But that doesn't take a lot. You might just sell this, you know, a high warmer, and you say, I'm selling 
you know, I have my own store on Online, oh, yeah. You know, you know, you, you say, check out my website, this is what I'm selling. You know, that's, that's all. Right. It, that's it, takes, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take an MBA degree that it I had before. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go and get an MBA to go into business. You don't need it. You just need to be street smart. And just when you go to Turkey, Turkey, you go to Egypt, you know, you you know those are the where all the they have the oldest market in the world. Mm-hmm. So open air uh, open air market in the world is in, in Cairo. Yeah. The indoor market was in Istanbul. Go check out there. That yeah. will inspire you. I came back. I was so inspired, and I want. I can't wait to share with you. Yeah. Um, because it's it's actually pretty easy to make a living when you work for yourself. Yes. It is. I think a lot of people are scared because, like, what? How do I know? What if people don't buy? So, you know, the first thing you got to change your mind. If you see everybody else doing it, then you can do it too. People are doing it everywhere, all over, all, everywhere you go. People are buying and selling. They're buying and selling. Why wouldn't someone buy from you if you've got a product that they need? It's it's not personal. You're providing something that they need. And they'll pay you for it because they've been paying yeah, you before. You, 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 first, you position yourself as alternative to Amazon. Whatever they sell at Amazon, you can sell yourself. You can. To your friends and family. And you tell them, I bring value to your friends and family because you, they can buy cheaper from you than Amazon. You will provide personal service, and you know you, they know you, and they also, you know, help help build my business, and we will help each other. And that's the unity. That's the spirit of Fondi. That's right. Unity. We need to help each other. Yes, absolutely. We need, I think the, the world right now is like, and unfortunately, the teaching um, of the this, uh, I don't know, the industrialization, we can we can be independent of each other. We can just be a, a, a worker on the assembly line that we don't need nobody anymore. No, that's wrong. Right. We actually need each other need to each other. help each other build up financially. Also, the solidarity makes us healthy emotionally. Yes, absolutely. And even uh, really depression is you are so isolated. The yes. mental health issue is you are because of isolation. Yes, and that's what we makes need to us go sad. back to our roots. Yes. We, when we work in the field and we work as a village all together, yes. as a family together, that's, that's the way to deal depression in a mental health issue. That's that right. we help each other. That's right. We are not like, you know, isolated person. I think the isolation causes mental health problems. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And and business is it also it's social interaction because like the open air market. People are talking to each other. They're enjoying each other's country. Company is they're they're uh, making friends. The 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 building community, and that's that's what you want to do with your business. Become part of a community. The people who buy from you and the people you sell to, they become part of your community. And of course, our Friday host Viata says, "Grand Rising Queen." Yes, we're so excited to be helping people to be a part of the female solution community because we have a way to share the wealth, to spread the prosperity, and we want you to partner with us 
in that process so that as we make money, you make money. As we buy and sell, you receive payment. And all you have to do is just spread the word through your cell phone. So, you know, once again, sign up with our prosperity partners. And if you have a product that you're considering, we want you to perhaps be one of those uh, entrepreneurs that is presenting a product that you have created. And it can be something very simple, a clothing item, even a food item. And just add that information on your prosperity partner form. And we want to create a circle of prosperity where we're all getting paid and we're all contributing to the well-being of each other with the products and services that we're sharing. So go to thefemalesolution.com slash prosperity-partners and the form. And, of course, hit send right there at the bottom. Hit send and you'll be in the system with us, and we're looking forward to paying you to promote simply by a few touches on your cell phone. Make life simple. Earn that passive income that doesn't require you to spend eight hours a day someplace. You can be relaxing at home while your business is making you money. (laughs) Yes. Well, we've got to go. It's that time, people. We want you to prosper. Look forward to 2024 being your year of prosperity. We know that all it takes is a great idea, and we gotta we gotta call it here. We're gonna grab right before we go. Uh, area code 706-202, Grand Rising. Introduce yourself to our listening and viewing audience, and give us your comments before we go. Assalamualaikum. And Abargani in a and to the new what's her name? Uh, Zoe. Zoe. Right. I part Zoe. And it's really you know full circle in history because China and Africa were exchanged before there was you know this new world, and they they interacted. Zanzibar, East Africa especially. The thing that I'm looking at is two words, the etymology of the word consume, consumer, and consume. And look at that word as to what it means. You know, we're promoting consumer and that one who squanders or to waste. That's what consumer means. And consume means is to destroy by separating into parts which cannot be reunited by burning or eating, hence destroys the substance of annihilation. So we're looking at do we want to create consumers or do we want to have the energy exchange? Because being a CEO of a company, the chief executive officer, we got to change that is a conscious organizing a conscious organizing energy being able to be (laughs) conscious of what we're doing and organizing and exchanging because money only stands for 
my own natural energy mm-hmm. yields. It's teaching one how to use their energy to yield them the substance that they need to sustain their life. So to be a conscious energy organizer, be a CEO, a conscious energy organizer, which means that you are are aware of how what you create is affecting with others. your energy, money with your energy. What? Yes, your money, right. money, absolutely. And my own natural energy. Yields. My own That's natural what energy. M O N E Y spelled. My own natural energy yields. And if right. you're understanding how to use your energy yes. to exchange with others, not to be yes. consumers, because consume means to 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 you know eat up and yes, to, to devour, hoard up. <laughs> Right, but what you're doing is exchanging for what is needed in their yes. life that helps your life. That's it. That's all it is. So when we look at it that way, as an exchange, then people aren't thinking that they're losing something or they're they're they have less or or uh, they don't have enough energy. That thought is an energy thinking that. Paying something makes you now have something less. Then you're thinking. Then you're 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 putting out that energy of lack when there is no lack because if you're if you're exchanging your energy, your money with someone, then you're receiving something back that they're giving you. So it's an exchange, and there is no lack. And it's, and especially if you're giving something and they're giving you money back. So that's that's what this whole exchange is supposed to be. It's not that everybody's giving away their energy and getting nothing back and 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 feeling like and they now have less. It's it's an exchange. You're giving, they're they're giving back and you're and and, and they're giving and you're giving back. So it's like Zoe it's said. Zoe said, you know, it's not the time because want and need do you need it or do you want it to make you look good or to make you feel good or do the, what right. are you what are you taking in something for see is it your right. time to be have that and this is what we have to to understand how economics because economics deals with mother earth that's the first the first product is the earth use and and need comes from the earth and that's the basis of all economics Absolutely, absolutely. Everything that you create comes from the earth some kind of way, whether it's from a plant that that you created, uh, an article of clothing from, or uh, or a food item, or whatever it is, or a mineral that's in the earth. It's something that came from the earth. So, and we all come from the earth, and we're all going back to the earth. It's an exchange. So. If we look at life as an exchange and we don't look at ourselves as lacking, and like you're saying, and of course, like Zoe said, if if you're spending out of a sense of not being lovable enough unless you buy something, that's the wrong energy. That's, that's out of an energy of I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. And if you spend with that energy, with that thought, then that's what's going to come back to you not being worthy, not being good enough, not being lovable. And that's what you'll create. So you're creating with the thought that you use when you spend. 
So if you sin with the thought that I am exchanging, I am giving and I am receiving, and we're all of equal value, then you don't feel a sense of loss when you spend. Just like when you create something, a product that you want to sell. And if you know it, you have value and it has value, then you don't hesitate to ask for money for it because you know that you have value and what you create has value. And so when people pay you, they get a good exchange, they get what they need, they get what they desire, you get what you need in terms of the energy of, of their money, my own natural energy yield. So it's an exchange. And if we exchange with everybody in some form, there is no poverty. There doesn't need to be any poverty. Everybody has something that they can they can contribute to the general society. So in an ideal society that we're creating, we're helping to create, no one is suffering in poverty. Everybody is contributing to the well-being of the collective body. And so everybody deserves their share of what the earth provides. That's the kind of society we're building so that no one is in poverty and no one needs to feel like they can't have what everybody else has. Absolutely. When it's yours, it's yours. At the time, it's right. When the time time is is right, right, it's yours, it's yours. That is right. When the time is right and it's time for you to have what you desire, you will have it. Well, Baba Kwame, we're always pleased when you join us with your words of wisdom. And we want to thank our listening and viewing audience and, of course, invite you to come on back tomorrow where our uh, host, Kareem Hamid, will have our men-only discussion. And we're going to have him on screen with our guests. And we're looking forward to a stimulating look at how men have been affected by some of the changes that are occurring in our culture and what are some of the things we can look forward to in the future as we change some of our attitudes that may be outdated based on the new reality that we're experiencing and the new roles that we are playing in terms of our parenting and the roles we play in society, the jobs that we do. Are we needing to readjust the way we prepare our children for their roles based on gender, expectations, and responsibilities? How do we benefit from the changes in the culture to accommodate the new reality that we're experiencing in these modern times? What things need to be put away as no longer needed? And what things need to be embraced as now necessary for our growth and evolution as a human species? We'll let the men talk about that in that men-only discussion tomorrow. We're looking forward to you all joining us. And as always, we appreciate our loyal listeners from all over the world. And we want to say 
thank you and invite you to enjoy us tomorrow and every day. And, of course, Thursday, we are going to introduce you to our new Thursday host and get you prepared as you learn more about the wonderful authors that are telling their story and giving us inspiration with their creative works. And, of course, come on back Friday for Health and Well-Being with Viata. And Saturday, we've got a special end-of-the-year program for you. You don't want to miss 12 noon to 2 p.m., so central time. And, of course, until that time, we want you all to remember to shop with Zoe. Go to the website, www.thefemalesolution.com slash products. And if you haven't bought that special gift for somebody or for yourself, go ahead and check out the Heine Warmer. Have a have a pleasant experience as you go and answer the call of nature. And then, of course, if you've got somewhere to go and travel, get that travel bag. It's multi-usable and multi-dimensional, and it will certainly give you everything you need as you travel along. And we're looking forward to you being a prosperity partner. So go to www.thefemalesolution.com slash prosperity-partners and sign on up so you can get paid that passive income. So last words of wisdom before we go, Zoe? <laughs> yeah, I think um, we are going to look for a new year, and we're going to change ourselves, our mind. We want the freedom from uh, the stress, uh, the depression, and then the financial restraint that the corporate world has put imposed you know, on us. When we work for the uh, nine to five job, sometimes a minimum job, that doesn't just you know um, pay for our talent. There, God gave us so much talent. Yeah. We should not let other people to limit it. And Absolutely. by working become your own um, CEO of your life, potential that you are so proud of. Yes. That, you know, no gift or anything that actually can uh, buy. Absolutely. That's right. It's, it's a gift that money can't buy. Being your own boss and running your own business. And you just feel the power of having having control of your own life. Can't be. Yes. Well, all right. Well, we will see you all next time. And until that time, remember to shine your light and light the way for others. We'll see you next time. come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. Leave your comments about today's show. 
You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Hi, this is John Alexander. And I'm Naima Latif. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world.